I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. No. Welcome back to, we're, oh, I have to sing it again. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to, we're padding this together. You know, it's the podcast where we guide you through all of those Disney Channel original movies that you love or love to hate. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'm Josh, and I'm joined by... I'm Lori. I'm Sammy. All right, you guys. Hop into your soapbox and start rolling, because today we're watching Miracle in Lane 2. Just a little synopsis. Myron Yoder's Indiana family always was proud of eldest son, Seth, a sports prodigy, but most attention goes to younger Justin, whose spina bifida condition means a wheelchair and constant frantic care. During makeup chores for endangering grumpy Vic... Grumpy neighbor Vic Sauter's sports car, Justin discovers a sport he finally hopes to excel in soapbox kart racing and gets highly experienced Vic and Pa to help coach him. That proves promising and dangerous but also puts unbearable stress on on the family cohesion as Seth now feels cruelly shoved aside. This like almost makes it sound like Seth is the main character. Um, He should have been. Kind of turned out to be a bigger thing than I thought. He did but not like he wasn't like the main guy. I thought he was a much more interesting character. Who plays him? He does a lot of other movies, he, too, he right? does. He does not do a lot of other movies, actually. He was in Brink. And he was in So Weird. Oh, the brother. Yeah, he hasn't really done anything else. He's not the... Yeah, the brother was, like, uh, one of Brink's friends. Are you sure? Yeah. I looked mm-hmm. it up. He's not yes. done any future movies? He doesn't even Well, he was in So Weird. He was in, like, almost every episode of So Weird. I don't know what So Weird is. It was a Nickelodeon show that, uh, kind of Twilight Zone for kids, basically. Oh, okay. So, have any of you seen this movie before? I have. I have. That's shocking, (laughs) Sammy. I know I have, uh, although I did not remember anything about this. I hadn't, but I remember seeing at least two movies about Soap Derby, what's it called? Soapbox. Soapbox. Yeah. The car thing. I've seen somehow, like, I feel like there were a lot of movies in the 90s and, like, early 2000s about this. Yeah. What other big movie had a soapbox thing? Soapbox from Mars. My Dog Skip or something? Did that one have it? No, My Dog Skip was just another. Yeah. Just another (laughs) Frankie Muniz. Oh, okay. Does he do more (laughs) soapbox racing somewhere? That's all he does exclusively. It did give me a very Malcolm in the Middle vibe because he kept doing the voiceovers and there was also a kid in a wheelchair on Malcolm in the Middle that he was like best buds with. Oh yeah. Where in his Malcolm in the Middle career would this have been? Malcolm in the Middle was in two it was the same year actually, so this movie came out the oh, same wow. year that Malcolm in the Middle started. Oh, okay. This so... was actually like this aired five months into Malcolm in the Middle. That's really crazy. Yeah, that's a big year. <laughs> I don't know. He was one of those people who got really big. What was what was his X factor? I think a lot of it comes down to like if you're he's like 15, if he can play like an 8-year-old, that means until he ages out and can't play a kid anymore, he's getting all of the roles because like he's older. You know, like they don't have to cast a 9-year-old. They can yeah. cast a 15-year-old and it's believable. Okay, so this is based on a true story, right? Mhm. In actual Justin Yoder. The only thing is on his <laughs> 
Wikipedia is that uh, this was written by two people from Justin Yoder's church. And apparently they were Mennonite or something like that. So I did get some, like, religious undertones in this movie. I mean, its name was literally Miracle and he talked to God, so I don't think they're undertones. (laughs) Okay, true. They're more, like, extremely important points. Also, there was a porn subplot, so they had to balance it out somehow. Okay, you're going to have to let us know what that was later. (laughs) Um, If you guys haven't caught on, this is the... uh, links we're going to to try to find interesting things about this movie it was kind of dry could have been so much better like they had a lot to work with as far as story was concerned and they just didn't use it let well let's get into it let's how does this movie start out again it kind of starts out a little odd parents are getting it on (laughs) in the kitchen like there's nudity it was so awkward oh I think I'm one hundred percent accurate, scene, honestly. And of course, per decom fashion, mom is a real estate agent. Question mark? Question mark? No, she definitely. Was. Oh, she definitely was. The question marks were just like every single mom is a real estate agent. Sorry, I was hungover writing these notes. I'm not. Well, I made I no know. guarantees. I, just, I made. I, I was actually watching this movie without doing anything else, and I had to keep rewinding it because I would just space out so hard oh, that I didn't yes. realize. I was like, oh, I feel like a big plot point just happened. I better rewind. So it took like two hours to watch this hour and 20 minute movie. Um, I got to 40 minutes in, something happened, and then I was like, oh, wow, that was an okay movie. I'm glad <laughs> it's done now. And then I looked and there were still 40 minutes left. I knew going into this movie that it was about soapbox racing and we were like 46 minutes into the movie and I was like, they haven't even mentioned a soapbox. (laughs) Like it hasn't come up in the slightest. Where did I imagine the wrong movie? And then like I go and I look at the the movie poster and I was like, no, no, that is the right movie. What's happening here? Um, So yeah, brother Seth is perfect as everybody named Seth tends to be. Oh, <gasps> that is so true. Oh, Justin is in a wheelchair, as we find out. He has spina bifida. And I thought they explained it really well. Did they? Can you explain it to us, Josh? I mean, you know, for a kid's show where they're like, basically, fluid builds up in my spine and I could die. Yeah, that sounds like a, a medically accurate description. So they go to their uncle's funeral. Funeral was pretty nice, but it was for their un- great uncle who did like everything in the world. Did this scene need to be here though? Did did the funeral scene provide any sort of like continuance of the plot, any exposition that we really needed at all? I don't think so in those regards, but I think it was like probably my favorite scene. It was silly, but like still serious. It kind of like touched on super serious topics, but still being like digestible for kids. Yeah. And like I thought it was go on. I thought it was a good like it kind of set where the movie was supposed to go for me even if it didn't go there. Yeah, I agree. Where it was him kind of questioning, okay, what is this life that I'm living? How can I what are things I can do to like make leave an impression on the world or something like that? His uncle was doing so much and people loved him and they were really upset that he had passed on. And he has that scene where he's like imagining what it would be like if he was the one in the coffin 
And, like, people are like, oh, why do we have to be here? <laughs> I like the part where he's like, wait, did I say that out loud? When he was just like, what about me? But that's how you feel sometimes, you know, especially at that age. <laughs> Before this, we get to meet God, who's a, a greaser mechanic guy, race car driver. I think I think he is he's a race car driver that Justin idolizes and mm-hmm. has in his fantasy world made him god. It made me super uncomfortable cuz in the dream sequence it was like straight out of Greece. Yeah. And he had like this stupid shirt that says I don't make mistakes and then the back just said god. God, yeah. <laughs> like we get it. Okay. Uh, they go to a soccer game. Seth is majestic and wins. And then Justin does like that creepy voiceover thing. And he's like, we always take a victory lap. And then Aww. Seth gets some like girl. And like Justin starts screaming bros before hose super loudly. And it's just really <laughs> uncomfortable for everybody. It was really inappropriate. What about me? <laughs> it was super inappropriate. And I... I was shocked to see that in a Disney Channel original movie. Although, I feel like if we keep making jokes about this, no one's going to believe when we talk about when he finds his parents' lube. So, (laughs) we're going to be like, yeah, that totally happened. Everybody's going to be like, oh yeah, it's another one of their jokes. It's not. Um, Justin has a headache. Everybody freaks out because he could literally die. And he's like, guys, it's not that big of a deal. And they're all like, oh, okay, fine, we believe you, instead of being like, do you know what? Why don't we get it checked out just in just in case? Yeah, since this obviously has happened before. Yeah, and he could literally die if he leaves a headache unexamined. I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to like show us the importance of it and show us that he knew the signs of what a real headache thing was. I feel like if this was real life, he'd be like, no, 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 it's it's a different kind of headache. It feels different. And his parents would be like, let's still go get that checked out because yeah. the consequences could be dire if we don't. So it kind of gave us a little mixed signal there. Well, his mom seems kind of like a, like, I mean, she has a sick child. So, like, she seems kind of helicoptery and, like, type A and, like, let's get this taken care of. Like, it seems really out of the character we're presented with that she'd just be like, oh, okay, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what that was. Let's move on. <laughs> Josh is like, let's not dwell on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Seth and his friends are like hanging out in the street and Justin's following around like annoying little brothers do. And they like walk past a house and the, the hoe from earlier is all like, oh my God. what's up with your creepy old neighbor? Which seems odd. Because the neighbor wasn't even outside. It's just his house. They're just looking at his house. They walk past a house and she goes, what's up with your creepy old neighbor? So that was smooth exposition, in my opinion. The smoothest. Uh, so smooth. They, they talk about how uh, old Vic is just a creepy dude. Some rumors about him kidnapping children and eating them. Um, and he lives alone. Yeah, adults who live alone are definitely red flags beware you want to avoid them at all costs there is literally no reason for them to be so scared of this guy there's no reason for them to even like build that up in the plot like it doesn't lend anything to it it really doesn't it's forgotten immediately like he was a little grumpy at one point and 
so they they all say that he's just a mean little asshole, but really I think he's just an antisocial guy who's trying to live his life as the only not white person while all the white people are like actually <laughs> scared of him. Yeah, for those of you who are listening to the podcast and not watching the movies as you probably should do, old old neighbor Vic is a black man. He's basically Boo Radley. The only reason people are afraid of him is, I guess, because he's black. Um, Justin wants to be on the baseball team because he wants to be like his brother. And this kind of starts the whole thing where he's like, I just want a trophy. I want to be good at literally anything. And I feel like they could have turned this movie. They could have done something where maybe like they don't make this black man the creepiest creep ever. And maybe like he sees him in his like the garage is open he sees like a soapbox car literally anything else and then says like hey this is something i'm specifically interested in rather than like hey i've tried everything else and this is the only thing that i'm allowed to do they could have made it more powerful how this soapbox racing was like the thing for him like how it fit him well because he does seem like the the real justin seemed really into it and it made him really happy in this, it was kind of like the last ditch effort. He's like, oh, this is something I can do, so we'll do it. Yeah. There's a whole, like, weird courtroom scene where they're discussing whether... Is God the judge in this one? I can't remember. Uh, no, I think it's the parents who, like, are the judges, and they're holding, like, court trial to see if he should be able to play baseball. I, I kind of like these scenes. They were the only things interesting going on. And I... I thought it was interesting like inner dialogue of this justin character they were okay like at this point i liked the first one a lot like the whole thing at the funeral but by the time this one happened i could already tell that this movie was not going in the way that these would imply so they just kind of seemed like they didn't really add anything to it like the whole baseball thing kind of seemed super super drawn out yeah especially him going to see the coach personally rolling up to him and then vomiting an entire slushy <laughs> on his face oh i feel like they could have addressed that so much better because it's like yeah this is part of my condition but then they made it into like a joke and it was a perfectly brand new slushy like with like still icy I-, I think i couldn't tell if the brother was mad because he felt like justin was encroaching on his territory like justin is the one who does sports and wins the trophies or if he was actually just annoyed at being the brother who has a brother with this condition i think so it was never really made clear and so i might be like making stuff up about motivations here but i got the sense that seth had all these expectations to be good at all of the sports that he does and his his parents were constantly like expecting him to be great and winning and taking home trophies and then you turn around and you've got Frankie and they want him to have something that he feels proud of but they had no expectations for him to win and Mm. so like there was a scene much later on where uh, the mom was like we don't expect him to win we just want him to have fun and you could just like kind of see in Seth's face like but you expect me to win but he never he never said that I felt like that could have been made more clear I I, that makes sense now because maybe at that first game where Justin was like oh we usually do a victory lap 
maybe the brother always felt like he was doing everything for his brother like oh he can't play so maybe he was playing these sports for his brother and like always doing the lap because he's like my brother won't be able to play these sports but i can so i have to be the best at it for him or something i kind of feel like some of it too may have been like because they were he was talking about how he played t-ball at some point and seth was like that's just because Mm -hmm. they made they changed the rules for you and i think it was one of those things where like Maybe he was conflicted because he wanted his brother to be participating in things, but then also the fact that, like, when his brother participates in stuff, it has to be altered to accommodate him, which is cool because then he gets to participate, but now, like, the goalposts have been moved in his favor, and it's not the same game that it used to be. Yeah, I I think what Seth resented was the fact that people were bending over backwards to make things easier and better for Justin but he didn't get any of that special treatment he had to succeed by following the rules and I can see how that would breed a little bit of resentment Um, I mean obviously it's not like Justin can play by the same rules he's physically I can definitely see how if Seth had spent most of his life working hard at being good at sports and then turning around watching his brother get told oh hey good job but he didn't do the same things i think it was just frustrating for him so since justin has failed at getting on the basketball team he decides that he needs to play chess and that will be his one true quest and he cheats and goes into the younger kids league it's kind of like i think this is where it really started to fall apart for me where it was just him trying out different things and like I feel like maybe he was so used to getting things changed in his honor that he felt like, you know, hey, I'm I'm the wheelchair kid, just let me play. Like, even though he actually wasn't... he Like, he could have gotten good at chess. Chess isn't something that he wouldn't have been able to do. He just didn't put in the effort at all. He decided that he'd be the best at it. And it's kind of... Yeah. It's really disrespectful to the people who, like, put in effort and practice and try to be good chess players for him yeah. to think that, like, it's fine, I can do it. It's just icky. If he would have stuck to it and tried, actually, like, put in effort to learn. Yeah, exactly. Like, he just wanted the trophy handed to him. Yeah, yeah he was really frustrating just as a character in that he put... In, I mean, I guess when the soapbox came around, he started to put a little more effort into it. But it was just, like, all he wanted was a trophy the chess thing was frustrating because he was like he was sitting around he's like I've been practicing for three days and then he gets there and he's like oh this noob doesn't know that I'm about to just wreck him and then he gets checkmated and it was just like if he had actually cared or put effort in it like they could have left out the first chunk of the movie and he would have been a better character for it basically Mm -hmm. yeah if they had skipped straight to the soapbox stuff it would have been a much better movie I wish that I learned anything about soapbox racing. It's interesting. It's cool. Where did it originate? What part of the U.S. does this? Is it just the U.S.? Like I would, I, I'd love to know anything about this. Uh, Vic, he, I guess, just is strolling on along in the neighborhood, and he happens to see a car show, and uh, creepy old neighbor Vic is out there with his real nice fancy some sort of car i know nothing about cars i'm not gonna try and the guy running it is like oh he's got the best car here but he's not gonna win because he is not getting the votes so justin like 
use my disability uh, to garner votes and helps Vic win the show in exchange for getting the trophy. Sounds which like Vic, a good deal. Yeah, Vic reluctantly agrees to. He's like, sure, kid, you can keep the trophy. I'll keep the uh, $10,000 award. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they won. He's been told he has a week until the trophy comes in. So he's sitting there with a pair of binoculars eyeing down Vic's house for a solid week. His parents are covering something up with his brother, Seth. Uh, they made a huge mystery about this that didn't need to be there either. Uh, so he's like snooping in their room to find out what's going on with Seth. And he finds strawberry scented massage oil in their dresser drawer. Guys, we make jokes a lot on this podcast because we are hysterical people. But this is not a joke. This is legit something that they would use for sex. That they do use for sex because it comes up again oh, later. We, oh, mm-hmm. Let's, Let's talk all about all this out plot. In the wind. Later, Strawberry there's some sort everything. of family dinner, and at the end of it, the mom was like, you know what I want? Strawberries. And then she and the dad just disappear into the bedroom. And Seth's and like, then... what's that about? And Justin's like, you don't want to know. And I'm like, Justin, you don't know anything about what's and happening then like, I don't know why they keep strawberries in their room. <laughs> oh. why? Was it necessary? No. no. Um, uh... we find... Okay. Justin gets too excited about this trophy. He cannot wait any longer. He has to go find it himself. So he goes on over to Vic's property, just strolls on into the garage sees a box roughly shaped like a trophy and decides he's gonna like try to get it no it wasn't it was just a box it wasn't shaped like anything he's like well this seems like the right one on it yeah but like oh okay so (laughs) he reaches for the trophy it hits something something falls down the precious prized car ends up falling and kind of uh running into some garbage cans or something justin gets in trouble for it Okay, well, as he well should, the kid was a little asshole. He trespassed onto this guy's property. He sees a box, thinks it's for him, then, like, tries grabbing it and knocks an entire shelf of things over onto the car, which then, like, some sort of lever gets pushed and the car gets raised up and, like, into the roof of the garage or something. It was like, this kid messed up. This kid messed up hard. You done goofed. You done goofed. They, they talk to God again, I guess, because it's weird how religious this movie got. Like, that really... I mean, it literally had the word miracle in the title, but it's weird for a Disney movie. Yeah. Justin was forced to work with Vic to restore everything that he broke. That's the only way he would open up his heart to meet someone so new and scary. Uh, Justin finally finds the soapbox. So we're like, at this point, oh, I think yeah. it was like... 47 minutes into the movie and they're like oh, bt dubs this is about a kid who like helped make a new handbrake for soap boxes oh he finds the video an old video like eight millimeter film which he knows how to work and starts watching it of what was vic's daughter so vic kind of sees him meddling with all of his personal stuff and kicks him out he's like don't come to my house anymore he kind of crossed a line there which he did and, like, not only that, but once Vic came in was like, hey, don't look at that movie. It has, I don't want to 
Well, it wasn't even... He didn't even kick him out for that. He was just like, uh, hey, don't. And Justin starts asking him all these really personal questions. He's like, is, is that your daughter? And like, Vic's just like, I don't want to talk about it. And he keeps pressing. He's being a little dickbag about it. And yeah. it's just like, and that's when Vic is like, okay, you need to leave. Uh, Vic shows Justin the basics of soap racing and there's a girl driver we're like okay they're definitely gonna be a thing because he gets to go to a derby and like see it in action um dad completely disregards seth and goes like all in on justin doing soapbox racing like seth even talked about it he's like you have you were always working during my games but now that you now that justin wants to do something you have all this free time and you're willing to work on it they go for a trial run. Justin takes out a mailbox because this is a new <gasps> skill and you can't just be perfect at everything immediately. Yeah. But it's it it's not just that he's not immediately good at it. It's that the wires got crossed. And so when he turned the wheel one way, it's supposed to go left, but it turns the other way. And we find out that Seth sabotaged the race car. Yeah, Which... we see the ugly side of Seth here. Yeah, and there's that, that whole like screaming thing where Justin yells like, "I might be crippled, but at least I'm not crazy." You go to a shrink, and at this point, it's like, I feel like they're kind of demonizing mental illness because, like, yeah. this is right after this kid sabotaged his handicapped brother, and then they're like, "By the way, he goes to a therapist. He's not okay." Yeah. And then he says that he has to he has to go to a therapist because his because of his brother. He starts like they just they're both real dicks to each other. And they don't come back to this moment, so it feels like they yeah. didn't need to bring that into it at all. Like they didn't use it to try to like humanize and say like, "Hey, we all have stuff that we're dealing with. It might not be as obvious as a wheelchair." Instead, it was just like, "Hey, look at the bad guy. He goes to a therapist." And they Done. never there's no closure, there's no reconnection. I mean, maybe they're supposed to be, but it doesn't work out that way. Uh, uh, we missed the entire montage where he goes through a ton of competitions to a Christina oh. Aguilera song. <gasps> oh, Wait, was yeah. that blessed song, Christina Aguilera? Yeah. Oh man, I it did not was. That. Yes, it like, was. Like from an actual album. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think it would have been a better montage if it was Genie in a Bottle. So yeah, they go to the finals. Um, God shows up at the hospital and it's super weird because like... They go to the finals and Justin passes out. Like, Oh, like before he gets to go to the finals, he ends up like having a headache and they're like, are you okay? And he's like, no, it's not that kind of headache and then almost dies. Yeah, he's like mid-race and straight up passes out and just runs the boxcar off the road and he has to go to the hospital so when justin is in the hospital sexy god from his dream sequences shows up in real life um shows up to tell justin that he's he's doing great and he should keep living his life and um then he he, like picks up a bedpan oh yeah he asks justin for advice on driving cars so um, that was fun. And yeah, he just picks up a bedpan and uses it as a wheel. And that was a thing that happened in this movie. <laughs> it was, it, that was a thing. That was definitely a thing. 
Okay, so the soapbox derby boss, uh, boss, yes, says that there's rules and um, Justin can't race without. He can't use a handbrake. He has to use a footbrake, and mm-hmm. the parents are like, um, he physically cannot use a footbrake. This is discrimination. And the guy's like, them's the rules. Um, and this is can when we talk about how they found this out because the dad of the other girl who was racing like totally snuck in and looked at their his car his soapbox dirty thing and like reported it but shouldn't like if this is that big of a deal shouldn't they be examining the soapboxes prior to racing like yeah that should be a thing they're doing yeah if they're inspecting the weight of them and everything. Yeah, Seth shows up to, like, the panel's making some sort of uh, decision regarding the hand and foot brake thing, and they're about to say no, Justin can't race, and Seth pulls a good big brother act, and he's, like, he lets all of the media in, which I thought was hysterical because how much media is trying to cover this uh, soapbox derby. But, um, I guess he like he scares them into letting him race uh, by threatening them with a uh, bad PR. That's so... how you should always make positive change in the yeah. world. They they allow him to be part of the race. He wins, and that's the end of the movie. Good so message. literally, uh, I can't think of a lessons learned. Like I can't think of anything that that was like was a full lesson like beginning to end that taught me anything it feels weird shitting on this movie because like it's based on a true kid like a true kid a real story but like they they didn't tell the story of an actual I'll, i'll say this when they showed the photos at the very end of the actual kid that made me excited that made me happy to like learn more about him not the the rest of this movie like the kid at the end looked like somebody who was passionate about a hobby they had discovered yeah and, and it wasn't about the like, break which allowed them to be part of it and which they mm-hmm. invented and it's named after them like that was just kind of a thrown in thing in this movie well the lesson i learned from this movie is that strawberries are very good i think this movie pulled what justin did with the car show and Vic and used his disability to garner sympathy and that's what the movie is doing in general you guys we were supposed to have a uplifting happy episode are we ever gonna have another good one okay <laughs> I honestly like... I looked at a list of like the top 25 movies and we've done them already <laughs> and <laughs> and like we hated them so are the other ones like worse than the okay, ones we've I'm experienced. Le- I'm legitimately excited for Phantom of the Megaplex. I think it's my favorite of the Halloween decoms. Okay. Um, we've got Xenon the Zequel. Luck of the Irish is a good one. I love that one. Um, Cadet Kelly. Okay, so there's... I oh. think we have like a patch right here where they're bad, and then there's like another like uptick. Yeah, okay. I think I'm like excited. I think we're, we're like, we've plateaued, and then we're gonna hit another... Uh, good stride around like high school musical times i feel like they were putting out too many oh and they, yeah. okay. like the quality control wasn't great sure okay so let's do our rating josh you know what i've given i think the lowest i've given is a four 
Uh, honestly, I think I'm gonna give it three point five. Just I, commit, no, man. Commit. No more I points. Can't. No more points. No more points. Uh, Not allowed. It, but it's between a three and a four. It's. I'm it's, pick one. Nope. It's probably a four, but I'm gonna give it a three because I just did not enjoy any part of this movie. I have to agree with Josh. A three feels about right. Uh, not a good movie. I'm giving it a one. Ooh. So we were actually supposed to have a guest host on this episode. Um, they were originally supposed to do Rip Girls, but I goofed it up. Um, so when I messaged her telling her that, like, hey, we're actually doing this movie next week, she said, no, I'll pass. I'll do Quince instead. Like, she didn't <laughs> want to watch this. Like, that's... <laughs> I see. Well, this is why we watch them, so you guys don't have to. Um, I got an IMDb review from Elizabeth. I loved this movie. On the Disney Channel, they do it to death, but I don't care. I watch it all the time. My mom said that Seth was a jerk, but I could understand him, though I might want to point out that I will always think of him from So Weird. You might say that he is a jerk on that, too, but I like him anyways. On Brink, he is nice. I think that this movie should have ended with Justin getting the trophy and maybe a scene where it showed the trophy on the shelf, because I was really not crazy about the angels in the wheelchair scene either. We didn't talk about that part. (laughs) Yeah, like, does he die at the end? No. Because he goes to heaven, and he's like, God, is heaven cool? And then God's like, I'll show you, Justin, because you're probably dead right now. Like, in the movie, I know the kid in real life, he's fine. I don't wish anything ill on that. He's an adult now. They made it really confusing. I think that was like... I have no idea what that was. At that point, I had checked out and I wasn't even paying attention. Okay, well, I'll describe it for you. Um, okay. He asks God, what does heaven look like? And then he opens the door. He gets out and... a key. He unlocks it. Oh, oh okay. Um, and there's all these kids with wings on wheelchairs flying around in the clouds. And there's like with a green girl screen. in the wheelchair who like comes up to him and it looks like they're going to kiss. Like, he's going to kiss this, like, ghost angel child. That's this makes so me sad. so uncomfortable. I Anything else about that scene? No, I'd like to be done talking about this movie now, please. So next week we have Stepsister from Planet Weird, which I remember very little about. And Lori, give us your predictions. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. There's, like, a planet. And, like, when Pluto got kicked out, they're like, well, we still need nine. So they just named one Weird and then like there's like some alien on human loving and this kid gets a new stepsister oh that's exactly it it's half alien half human thanks you guys for listening to this episode of we're potting this together next week we're going to be taking a look at stepsister from planet weird if you have any questions comments or memories of your favorite disney channel original movie you can get in touch with us on social media or email us at pottingthistogether at gmail.com And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. Later. Strawberries. Are we done with this? Can we be done? Thank you.